Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yesterday afternoon, County Executive Stuart Pittman backpedaled a little bit here. He announced that the Department of Recreation and Parks, as well as the Health Department, have allowed tackle youth football and competitive cheerleading to resume. Back on August 27th, he announced that there was going to be a modified fall football season limited to flag football. There was a large protest. He had said that that was based on Governor Hogan's orders. Governor Hogan said, yeah, no, that wasn't me. We've been allowed to have youth sports since June. And after a little bit of a back and forth between the governor and the county executive, he did say that because the governor is in stage three of the roadmap to recovery, youth football and competitive cheerleading can continue. This will be interesting to see whether he goes forward with stage three for the rest of the county. He has not said anything yet, but if he is allowing football and cheerleading to go forward, that might be a good sign that the rest of it may follow as well. The Anne Arundel County Police have arrested a Riva man and charged him with 10 counts of possession of child pornography after about a five-month investigation. Back on April 17th, they received a tip from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They identified a specific address in the 3100 block of Shrewsbury Lane in Riva, Maryland. They executed a search warrant. They seized a number of digital devices for forensic analysis. The analysis came back and no surprise there was child pornography on there. They did get an arrest warrant on August 31st, and they did arrest a 67-year-old male and charged him with 10 counts of possession of child pornography. All of those charges are considered misdemeanors. The Annapolis police are investigating the theft of $3,200 from a man who believes that the money was taken from him by a person who gave him a ride to the bank. On September 1st, at about 11.30 in the morning, police responded to the 100 block of West Street for this report. The victim advised that he had obtained a ride from an unknown subject to go to a local bank. He went into the bank, he withdrew $3,200, and went back to the 100 block of West Street with that same unknown subject. The victim does say that he believes as he was exiting the vehicle, the envelope from the bank was removed from his pocket. Today's lesson, kids, don't get in cars that you don't know. Hey, Annapolis is lending a huge hand to crab. And Mitchell Stevenson from the city of Annapolis is here to tell us all about it. The state of Maryland Board of Public Works on Wednesday approved $1.8 million in funding to the city to create the Annapolis Adaptive Boating Center, which will be located at 7040 Bemby Beach Road in Annapolis. This is currently the location of the Port Williams Marina. The total purchase price is $2.25 million. The city will use a state grant to make up the balance of the purchase price. Chesapeake Regional Accessible Boating, or CRAB, which is operated out of a single slip at Sandy Point State Park for 30 years, will be granted a lease through ordinance at an upcoming Annapolis City Council meeting. The mission of CRAB is to make sailing accessible for people with disabilities. As part of the 20-year lease agreement with CRAB, the city will ask the group to take on all responsibilities for the building, including renovations to make it handicap accessible, maintenance, and later, programming for the sailing center. 
Crab Executive Director Paul Bollinger said that it has been Crab's ultimate goal to make the Adaptive Boating Center the premier ADA facility to provide greater access to the bay for all people with disabilities. The facility is set to open in 2021. And in some other sort of boating news, the Coast Guard has discovered and halted the voyages of at least five illegal charters discovered in the Mid-Atlantic since July. Now, an illegal charter is a pay-for-hire operation without proper credentials or safety gear or possibly inspections. The Coast Guard is warning people to be cautious of these illegal charters, saying that in emergency situations when they believe they're hiring a professional mariner for things like tours, excursions, or fishing trips could turn deadly in an emergency situation. They do say that if you're considering hiring a charter for tour or an excursion or fishing trip, ask the charter captain to see a valid license, ask if they are insured, to protect yourself. They did say that 10 vessels have been issued citations since the beginning of the year, and failure to comply with the citations is punishable by a civil penalty up to a very random $94,219 for each day the vessel is in violation. So if you are operating an illegal charter, you better wise up. The Coast Guard is looking for you. If you are considering chartering a boat, you want to make sure they are on the up and up. And finally, as we wrap it up, we are moving into the Labor Day weekend, and we will not be releasing a daily news brief on Monday, Labor Day, which is the 7th, but I've got some tips for you to get over the Bay Bridge with the least amount of hassle. First off, remember that it is all electronic or cashless tolling all the time now. If you have an easy pass, you're all set. The toll is 250 If you don't have an easy pass, you're going to get video told, which means they're going to take a picture of your license plate and send you a bill in the mail. That's going to cost you $4. It's going to go up to $6 eventually. So get the easy pass. Go to your local giant. You can pick it up preloaded with $25. Makes it real easy to get over the bridge. If you are going over to the Beastern Shore, if you are going today, you want to go before 8 a.m. or after 8 p.m. Tomorrow, same thing, before 8 a.m. and after 8 p.m. Saturday before 7 a.m. and after 7 p.m. Sunday before 8 a.m. and after 11 p.m. And Labor Day Monday before 10 a.m. or after 11 p.m. That's where the MDTA feels that the least traffic is going to be coming over the bridge. Your best shot about getting over in a reasonable amount of time. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day for updates to these stories and more. If you are someplace you can leave a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure your friends, family, and colleagues all know about the Daily News Brief, how to get a hold of it, how to subscribe to it, and have it sent right to their phone. It is Thursday, so we do have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes coming up. And of course, as we have every day, we have George Young with your local DCMDVA. Yes, I got it twice in a row. Weather forecast coming up in just one minute. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. 
Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend, too. Now, here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey, everyone, this is George with DCMDVA weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, September 3rd. Yesterday wasn't too bad for the most part across the Annapolis region, though some strong to severe storms did move through the area between 8 and 10 p.m., dumping a decent amount of rain in the process. And severe weather is the theme of today's forecast as more storms are expected this afternoon and evening with the potential for damaging straight-line winds gusting over 60 miles per hour in some storm cells as well as the possibility of a few isolated tornadoes. But once we get by today, the forecast becomes a fairly simple and nice one Friday through at least Monday or Tuesday with tons of sunshine each day and after some 85 to 90 degree readings on Friday, The region will see highs of only 77 to 84 each day from Saturday through the holiday weekend on Monday. So let's get through today safely and then enjoy a nice sunny stretch and a long holiday weekend before we kick off yet another school year in Anne Arundel County on Tuesday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DCMD VA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMD VA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And use our website each day at dcmdvaweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore, Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Maker Minutes, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. 
it's Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Tonight, Historic Annapolis is having a virtual lecture about Annapolis and colonial painters. Join curator of collections for Historic Annapolis, Robin Maddy, for an intimate look, not only at the people who portrayed, but the artists who painted them. Also, it's time for the 8th Annual Harvest Time Craft Fair down in Parsonsburg, just past Salisbury. This year, they've gone virtual. Shopping from local crafters is open from now till November 14th. Get your items now or arrange for a curbside pickup on November 21st at the Parsonsburg Volunteer Fire Department. They also have carryout platters of barbecue chicken, meatloaf, Maryland crab soup, apple dumplings, and pies. On Saturday, Wildberry Farms out near Gambrels is having a flower crown workshop. Learn how to make flower crowns out of the wildflowers from Wildberry Farms. And on Sunday, check out the First Sunday Arts Festival with multiple options to enjoy the festival. They're doing the festival in person on the first block of West Street with 50 vendors and lots of fun stuff. But you can also shop online from over 200 festival artists. Wine and Design in Annapolis has some more take-home kits and online classes. This week, check out Autumn Lantern, Night Gnomes, Mommy and Me, Autumn Bay, Fall Walk and Love, and Elephant de Cirque take-home kits and virtual classes. Also check out their five-slot Bring Five Friends class tomorrow night, as well as an on-demand virtual class and a DIY You Choose class where you pick from a selection of different paintings. Also check out their first Sunday paint kits to go. Over on the Annapolis Streaming Facebook group, now called the Annapolis Music Group, they have a whole bunch of live in-person music events. But this week for streaming, you have Larry Lay streaming from Middleton Tavern tomorrow, and he's also streaming from Brian Baru on Wednesday. But you should check out all the live events as well, like tonight in Annapolis Town Center is another Vinyl and Vino, a fun night of wine cocktails, graze boxes, and sweet boxes provided by Vintage View's Wandering Bar, as well as tunes spun by DJ Crawdad. At Ray of Light Studio this week, for the next three Tuesdays, they're doing a week nights in watercolors, so that's starting this Tuesday the 8th, but then also the 15th and the 22nd. Art Farm in Annapolis is gearing up for their fall programs. They've had a few surprises pop up, too late for me to include in this podcast, but one thing for sure right now is their virtual pencil, charcoal, and watercolor class starting on Wednesday at the Anne County Public Library System. They have a bunch of weekday Facebook Live story times. Tomorrow they have another great movies discussion, this time The Last Black Man in San Francisco, a wistful odyssey populated by skaters, squatters, street preachers, playwrights, and other locals in the margins, and it can be watched through the library's access to Canopy with a K. And then on Wednesday, the library has another ebooks and streaming introduction, showing you all the fun stuff that you can borrow or stream through the library. And that's about it for now, as summer winds down and fall is right around the corner. Hope everyone's staying safe and sane and getting through things okay. You can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And remember, whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ionanapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.